Hey everybody, Rob here, your favorite blogger turned podcaster, and welcome to another episode of Rebuilding Rob the Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the holiday hangover. And no, I'm not talking about that sensation you're feeling on New Year's Day after you had a few too many watching the ball drop in Times Square. But if you're not really clear what I mean on the holiday hangover, just listen for a few minutes and you'll get the idea. I must admit that I never thought I was going to start right off the bat in the middle of my story, but I figured if it works for George Lucas with episode four of Star Wars, and it works for Batman, you know, not giving his origin until a few issues into Detective Comics, why not? But as a little introduction, my name is Rob. I am your favorite blogger turned podcaster. And today is January 3rd, 2024. I am basically in the middle of what I think of as the holiday hangover. I dropped Kid 2 off last night to go back to his mom's house. He spent the second week of his holiday break, and I guess my holiday break as well, with me. Or as I like to call it between him and Kid 1, I refer to that second week between Christmas and New Year's as Christmas Part 2, depending on whether they're with me or with their moms. So... I dropped him off, and, you know, after having Kid 2 here for six days, it's quiet. And those of you divorced dads, and some of you divorced moms who may be listening, you know the kind of quiet I'm talking about. That period after your kid is gone, you can kind of take a little bit of a deep breath and exhale. But at the same time, you don't have the noise, you don't have the energy, the commotion, the excitement that you had when your child was with you. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this to spew sour grapes or anything like that. I've I've been divorced for almost 12 years. My oldest boy is 16. My youngest boy is 8. They are from two separate relationships. But I love having them both with me. If I, if I had it my way, I would have 100% full custody of both of them. But that's not really the way it is, so I take what I can get. Kid One came up to see me. He rode up with his mom, who had some of her extended family in the area. So he spent a couple of days when they spent Christmas Eve with me. Got back on the road with his mom on Christmas Day to go back to their house. I should say her house. Let me correct that. And I was originally supposed to have both Kid One and Kid Two. Uh, from the 26th through New Year's. I got Kid 2 on the 26th, so we did Christmas Part 2 that night, so he got his gifts from me, he got his Santa gifts as well. And, you know, we hung out for a few days, went to the movies, went to a jump castle, not jump castle, I'm sorry, indoor trampoline park, that kind of thing. Um, and I'm at a point in my life where... I enjoy my time with my kids, but I also enjoy my grown-up adult time. But the transition from the two of those is still kind of hard, at least in that first day or so. After your kid has been with you for a day, a weekend, a week, as the case was here, 
it's kind of hard switching back from kid mode to grown-up mode. And I think it was especially difficult as, as I'm a school teacher and kid two went home just as I was getting ready to go back to work today for the first time since the holidays. So that made that kind of difficult, but I will probably in the next day or so have my Kevin McAllister moment. And, you know, Kevin McAllister is the kid from Home Alone. And if you remember in the first movie, he has that moment where he wakes up and he realizes his family's gone after they went to Paris without him. He walks around the house, sees no one's there. And he says out loud, he goes, I made my family disappear. And then he pauses for a second and he says, I made my family disappear. And he gets all excited about it. Not saying I'm excited to have Kid 2 gone, but I will realize here internally that I am back in grown-up time and I can do grown-up things. You know, it's harder to just sit down and have a grown-up beverage when your kids are there. Um, it's hard to have a conversation with a woman or, as the case may be for some of you, with a man while your kid is there. Um, I don't know about the rest of you guys who are divorced parents, but when my kids are with me, it's pretty much them 24-7. It is all about them. And I'm not saying that means going and spending a ton of money, going out and going skydiving and doing pony rides and things like that, but it's me and them. I'm, I'm with them. I'm doing homework with them. I'm playing with them. Um, not necessarily entertaining them, but, but we're together. Uh, and I've got family who I know would be willing to, you know, babysit for me, even if it was for like an hour or two, if it came down to that. But I don't even like to do that. I like to have my kid time with my kids. And then in turn, I like to have my grown-up time as my grown-up time. And I will get there in about another day or two. I'll be like, oh, cool. All right. Now I can do my grown-up thing. But for last night, for, for today... I'm still kind of in that holiday hangover. It's quiet and it's it's a little depressing, not not miserable, not not crying. Um, and I've been there. I've I've had those. I've you know, for those of you guys who are still going through that and are miserable at the exchanges as I refer to them, it really does get better. Um Particularly if your kid is in a safe situation with their other parents. Uh, for those of you who go through that and they're not going back to a good situation with their mom or with their dad, uh, my heart goes out to you. I, I can't imagine what that must feel like. Um, another thing I noticed is, especially when the kids are younger, um, I noticed this with the kid too. He's eight. He's kind of past it now, but when he was, you know, five, six, maybe even seven, he would go through this sometimes where he would be sad when he was leaving me. Or I want to say he would be sad leaving his mom, but I didn't see him sad leaving her at all ever when we did the exchanges. Maybe that's a testament to me and the fact that he would get sad when he was leaving me because... You know, I'm awesome. At least I like to think that. But 
I think sometimes with young children, they also tend to think that leaving, leaving one parent and going to the other, even if, even if it's a good situation with both parents, they think of leaving that one parent as the end of fun. They're, they're not thinking about the fact that, okay, I'm going back with mom. I have a good time with her too. We're going to have fun too. Um, again, thankfully at eight, uh, kid two is probably past that now. He seems to be. Um, sometimes he does still get a little sad when we say bye, but you know, early on, my fears were, oh my God, he's he's going back with her and he's not happy with her and that's why he's he's sad or he'd rather be with me and that's why he's sad. And, you know, maybe sometimes he, maybe he does think that, I don't know. If he does, he hasn't really articulated that. But, you know, for the most part, you know, when he would leave, I, I think in his mind, that means it's the end of fun, you know? And this isn't to say that, when my kids are with me, it's fun and mayhem and chaos 24 um, seven. It's fun and mayhem and chaos most of the time, but especially with now that kid two is getting older, he's again, he's eight now he's in the third grade. So he's kind of at that age where, yeah, he has homework to do too. And he knows sometimes when he's with dad, he has to do homework. Sometimes when we get together for dinners, uh, you know, on one, one night during the week, he realizes, okay, I got to do homework. It's not all fun. Or even if he's over for a weekend. This past week when he was here for Christmas part two, he had a paper he had to write and we had to work on it. So it's not all fun and games and, and ice cream and Nintendo and, and goes all the way on Pepsis and Cokes the whole time. And he understands that, but I think he enjoys it with me. But again, as the parent, it's like I have to turn off parent mode now. Not that you ever stop being a parent, but I, I think you guys understand what I mean. You're not in that 24-7 protector watchdog mode. Um, if there are any ladies out there listening to this, you probably don't appreciate that or understand that quite to the same way that the men do. Um, because let's face it, for the most part, women get main custody in a divorce situation, or they at least get 50-50. If I had it my way, I would have, like I said, 100% custody of my kids. Uh, I would love to have 50% custody of my kids, but because of the distance between me and both of my children, um, I'm relegated to what my attorney called the shitty dad visitation, which is every other weekend. And then one night a week, we do dinner and then we alternate holidays. Again, this isn't to say that the dads who get that are shitty necessarily. It's to say that it's a shitty arrangement and it's pretty much a default arrangement. Personally, I hate it. It sucks. But I've also learned to live with it. But moments like this are tough. When they first say goodbye, when you don't have the other body in the car with you, when you don't hear the iPad blaring or the Nintendo Switch blaring or the YouTube videos blaring, it gets quiet and I love my time. I love doing my, my thing, as I mentioned earlier, but it's a tough transition. It's a tough switch. So that's really about all I got to talk about today. I'm sure in the future I will get into 
my situation as the youngins call it. Uh, I will tell a little bit of the background of this podcast and even of my blog for that matter. Or as I like to think of it, and I'm going to pull this from an old issue of Detective Comics, who I am and how I came to be. So hopefully you like what you're hearing. Uh, This is coming to you courtesy of Spotify for podcasters. But if I have my way, I will have it pretty much all over the interwebs. Um, I don't know. This is not my normal venue. So normally I I blog, I write. So this is kind of new to me. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. And in a moment, I'm going to utilize Spotify's music to put together a song here for you. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Rebuilding Rob, the podcast. I want to thank you for stopping in. I know that as a listener, either through your phone or online, you have a lot of podcasting options available to you. So I am honored that you wanted to take the last 20 minutes and spend them here with me. Check back in with me next week for my next episode. I will be doing another deep dive on a more recent blog post. This one is going to answer the question, what is the greatest gift that a person could give to me? Also, while you're at it, you can feel free to check us out on Spotify for podcasters. You can leave a voice message. This show is also available now on Google Podcasts as well as Amazon Music. And as always, you can hit me up on social media. I am on Facebook, Instagram, X, I'm even on TikTok. All at the same username, Rebuilding Rob. So once again, thanks for stopping in, and I will see you next week. Thank you.